0: yeah what is going on good people welcome to another episode of the 710 the slick bill show i am your host jay brown aka mr 710 and we are back up in this thing once again all right what up baby dog i see you in here what's going on good people what up misty what's up King to J99. Yo, we got a dope show for y'all tonight. And I say we, but it's just gonna be me today. Um, brother gonna be bowling and um old true. Old true got some got some stuff going on right now, so we wanna you know definitely keep her keep her and her family and our thoughts and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, good people on tonight's show, of course. We always do. You know, since last week, you know, we're going to talk about Father Time catching up. We're going to talk about me being the captain once again. Pride and then the most amazing person that I've ever met. And I don't even know if that's a good thing. What's going on, Carmel Queen? How y'all living in these streets? But since last week, since last week, y'all know, I know all the ladies are happy that the NFL is back. So that they can get their Monday nights, they Thursday nights, they Sundays all day, and even Saturdays for those that like college football, y'all can have those days all to yourselves, which is dope. To so be dope for y'all, y'all can just have those days uninterrupted to do whatever you really wanted to within the relationship. Y'all know how that works, but. Also, since last week, I went to I went to a baseball game with my brother. My brother had these had these super super dope seats at uh, at the Braves Nationals game. Um, shout out to left hand rookie. He over there getting his uh, throwing some strikes at some folks tonight. But you know, I I enjoy going to Atlanta sporting events, even though I really I'm not really a, a Atlanta sports fan in that way. I do like I do like going to the events. One, you get a chance to see the the people. You never know who's gonna be there, and, and you know at, at Atlanta got some folks for you. You get a chance to see like just the atmosphere because most of the stadiums here are are new or renovated. So yeah, State Farm Arena, newly renovated. Truist Park, they just finished building that, um, and then the Mercedes. The Mercedes Dome, that joint, that's brand new. We got all brand new venues. And so they had this suite. The suite was dope. The suite, the setup, the food, all that stuff was dope. The, what up, twin? The seats right behind home plate. So we, I'm talking about, we were lined up with left handed batter's box. And so I'm talking about all of that was dope. The game itself was moving slow as hell. And when you go to an event where they got a slow moving event, other stuff started to get your attention. And you know, I'm not one of those people that can leave stuff alone or when something, something just ain't, ain't looking right. And we've all been to an event where we've seen the vendor that's, you know, gets popcorn, get your peanuts, and this and that. Boom, I'm gonna walk it to you drop that off into your hand and I'm going to take money back I was like oh okay well that's that's the normal that's a normal transaction how that goes when you go to a sporting event or a game this was something way different we was sitting in the, in the throwing section like I saw my man hand out, he handed out a couple ice cream bars, he was like I got ice cream bars and then I saw him throw one And I was like, damn. And, 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 you know, me and my brother, we was being funny. I forgot who he called him, but I was like, yo, my man look like Wayman from, you know, A Low down Dirty Shame. And I was just like, all right. But, you know, I was just saying, because he had a little towel wrapped around his head. He had a little, he had a little mannerisms. But then he, the mannerisms, when he started throwing, like, long distance, like, I was surprised at the, that the ice cream bars went from just tossing it down the road to a long distance throw, and it was it was real moist how he let it go. He was just like with the mouth. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's the next level of moistness right there. That is that's a, that's moist all the way around. But he was surprisingly accurate. But not only did this boy throw ice cream bars to people. And I'm talking about rolls and sections to throwing. Not just, not just a couple people. He threw hamburgers. He threw hot dogs. He was throwing pretzels. And then I was like, I know what, uh, he ain't really thrown no, he hadn't really thrown the no beer or anything like that. I know he ain't gonna do that. I just, I just know he ain't gonna do that. And sure enough, my man came out he threw some DeSanis down the road, down some rolls. He threw a couple cokes and started tossing quartz lights. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the dopest person I've ever seen in my life." When the cut, he hit nobody that he wasn't supposed to hit. Now, people didn't catch everything that came their way, but I think towards like the seventh inning when we was getting ready to leave, somebody must have said something somebody had to have said something because this man he he was straight he was doing the handoffs he was doing the handoffs like you're supposed to just just dropping them off. I was just, I was tripping though that was that was the highlight of the game. We saw a couple home runs. Um, every Braves game I go to they lose, so I wasn't really I wasn't really expecting big things from them in that way. What up, Easy? What's up, Monet? What's up, Gail? How y'all living in these streets? But I'm talking about he threw, I was surprised. He threw everything. 100% of the items that he had. And he was running to get more stuff to throw. I was like, you know what? This wouldn't be a horrible experience. If he was in a throwing section, I don't want to go to everybody. But I throw some stuff to you. My aim is dope. It'd be just my luck that they'd tell on me I hit somebody. I hit somebody good. But shout out to that dude. Because he he enjoyed his job. His little little, uh, chest pocket where he was putting the tips. And that thing, thing, he had a little knot going. So I'm just like, I see you, buddy. Accuracy pays off. Accuracy pays off. And as we talk about accuracy, another thing that happened this past weekend was... I almost feel sorry for anybody who watched it, but the Evander Holyfield... Evander, you know, my man. you gotta... I mentioned in a previous episode... And in a previous episode, I was talking about age, and I was talking about most people get a notif- get some notifications... You know, when they start to get old, like, you know, you get out to bed and you just hurting for no reason. You know, those type of things, you start seeing gray hair, you know, you got to do something about it. Like, I got a whole bunch right up and through this area, some over here, some over here. But, I feel like boxers don't get those notifications. Like, there's a lot of athletes that just get put there, but it's not as painful. Like, boxing is not one of those sports that you need to be reminded that you're not good. Cause it's only gonna like your reminder to you not being good is painful. You gonna get you getting your ass kicked because what's happening. And that part ain't cool right there. But you know, the older that you get, it almost feels like for for athletes, your mind your mind is telling your body to do something and it do it. Just just with that delay. Like in your mind, you're doing it when you're thinking it. But your body is like, uh, yeah, I'm going to get around to it when I get around to it. And so I feel like, I feel like boxers, they might get that notification, but they just kind of ignore it because I feel like Evander Holyfield knew that he had no business walking down that aisle and getting into a ring for real, for real. And maybe he unlike Tyson and Roy Jones when they fought not too long ago. Um I feel like they them two had a them two had an agreement. We ain't gonna hit each other in the face. I don't think such agreement was made during this situation that somebody didn't quite understand how it was supposed to go. When I tell you, I'm not. You know what? And I'm not. I'm not bashing Holyfield because it takes a lot to step in the ring. I know damn well I wouldn't step in the ring with Holyfield. I was, I was on some, on some real manly stuff. I was looking at uh, Holyfield. I was like, damn, this dude is in better shape than me. I still wouldn't be the one to step into the ring to fight man one of them. Just, I feel like that would be signing up. Signing up for a, a horrible situation. And I ain't I ain't bad. But when Holyfield, when he swung, missed, and fell, kind of like Martin did in that Tommy Heron's episode, whoo, I knew it was the end. I knew it was the end. Like, there was nothing... There was nothing that that could have told me that he had a shot to make that, to, to finish the fight. Perhaps. Like he gave, he gave everything he had in that one punch. And I could tell in his mind, he had already gotten hit and it wasn't what he signed up for. And so he, in his mind, he was like, I'm gonna hit this dude as hard as I can. And what he thought, dude, was he wasn't there no more, and he missed so bad, so bad, so bad. And at that point, he knew it was over. His opponent knew it was over, and like I said, Belfort, Belfort treated like it was a real event. Like when he when they called his name after he won, he was. He was cheering like it was a, a a major accomplishment. And you know what? I would've done the same thing. I would've done the same thing. Listen, ask, ask me this. Ask me, say, hey, Jason. You shouldn't feel too bad about beating up an old Evander Holyfield. I mean, you shouldn't be too happy about that. You should've won. Do you hear what you said though? You said, I beat up Evander Holyfield. That's the end of the story. It's the end of the story. Only 10 people put L's on that record. I don't want to hear it. I beat up Evander Holyfield, the end. i stood next to Evander Holyfield in real life. It was in Sam's Club over Claremont and I tell you what even at that time this was probably about six years ago there was no way in the world that I would think he was in shape he was still in shape he ain't no way in the world and I would have caught myself jumping in the ring with Evander Holyfield hell no it's a horrible idea it's definitely a horrible idea like, their pride keeps them going. My pride would keep me from getting in there. Like, I'd rather get beat by 80 points in a basketball game, football game. It wouldn't matter. In bowling, it doesn't matter before I get knocked out by somebody. Even if it wasn't a hard punch that knocked them out, it just looks bad for you to have to get off the floor. I wouldn't even want to lose a boxing match by going the distance. I mean, I hit him. He hit me. But what if he was just beating the shit out of me but couldn't necessarily knock me down? Now I got my ass kicked for 36 minutes. That ain't cool. Mm Mm-mm. I I take I take a blowout. I take a blowout in basketball any day. Any day. Any day. Any day. day. My pride will keep me from getting knocked out. When it gets too bad, I get into Tyson mode. I start biting. I leave. If I walk down to the ring, there's a dude who did that in real life. He left. He got in the ring. They gave him the instructions. And He was like, all right, let's get a clean fight. Y'all touch gloves. He touched gloves. And he bounced. He just left the ring. And I didn't blame him. He didn't want to get knocked out. This was on TV. You know what you signed up for, but it's different when you you standing face-to-face with it. Belfort did all the push-ups. Shit. Holyfield should have been like, you know what, young blood, let's just just wrestle a little bit, give each other some body shots, and then, uh, you know, go on about our business. We'll say you won. Pride. Pride. But listen, I saw... I saw an amazing... An amazing level of pride at the grocery store not too long ago. It was before, it was before Labor Day. I was doing a barbecue for our family uh, cookout and I didn't get buns. I didn't get buns the first time. I got all the meat and didn't get buns. And so I'm grabbing buns, I'm grabbing more buns. I got a handful of buns, right? I this handful of buns. I got a, a armful of buns. I got an abundance of buns in my arm. And I walked in and I thought to myself, I probably should have grabbed a cart. My pride told me, yeah, you can hold on. You can hold on to this, to these buns. You don't need no cart. These buns are safe in your hand. And I dropped one. And out of nowhere, this guy comes up with this shopping cart. was like, here you go, brother. Here you go, brother. Let me give you this cart. And he looked like a regular dude. Like it just, he ain't like he worked there. He just like he just brought me a cart. And I'm just like, oh no, 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 man. You know what? I'm good, I'm good, you straight. He was like, nah, man, you killing the bread. You killing the bread and I can't have that. I take I was like, I'm killing Emma? I just I dropped one, but I'm holding it around the top. He was like, No, I take pride in my bread. Take this cart, brother, so that you don't smash no more of this bread. I'm the bread man around here. And I was just like, oh shit. Okay. I let me put this in there. I appreciate you. But now I'm, I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking upside your head a little bit because I'm trying to figure out how long you've been watching while I've been grabbing these buns to make sure that I'm not smashing this bread. He probably was thinking in his mind, that brother right there, he need a cart. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to go get this brother a cart. He took pride in his bread. He didn't want those buns smashed. In my mind, I was, just, I was just holding those buns like he was supposed to. Not according to the bread man. And then I got to thinking to myself, if I was the bread man, and I saw somebody smashing their buns because they grabbed too many of them and should have got a cart and didn't, what would I have done in that situation? i tell you exactly what I would have done. I would have stood there and judged him in my mind like he knew damn well he needed a buggy to put all those damn buns in. Look at his dumb ass with all those packages of buns and he walked past the carts to get in here. He gonna smash all that bread. Everybody's gonna hate him. Let me finish what I was doing though. That would have been me. That would have been me. I wouldn't have went to go get a car. I probably, if I had done anything, I would have told him. Hey, man, you should put those down and go get yourself a cart, man. I make sure don't nobody touch it. That's probably what I would have done. He probably did call me a fool. He was like, look at this fool-ass dude. Look at him. Look at this fool. Look at him. Oh, look how how he's smashing it. Uh Uh-uh. Look how he's smashing it. I, I, I felt the kinda of way cuz I didn't know cuz he didn't have on uh a bread man outfit. He just had on a polo shirt and some and some khakis maybe. I don't know. But he just looked like a regular shopper. You know he was the bread man. Bread man be on the lookout. Shout out to that dude. I I'm, I'm gonna give a big shout out to that dude. If I don't remember if he told me what his name was but shout out to that dude paying attention and and being that prideful knowing that he wasn't even going to get invited to the barbecue it was zero chance of that happening not in Atlanta you got to be careful try to save your life you never know why But that dude is amazing. That dude is amazing because he he helped me out. And he actually helped out the store because I went and got stuff that I did not plan on getting because I had planned on only getting the stuff that could fit in my hands. Like them buns. I'm about to write him a horrible Yelp review. I just thought about that. I got hustled. He's getting a horrible Yelp review just like this person I used to work with. But I say I say she should get a horrible Yelp review. But she is the most amazing person I've ever met in the worst of ways. And when I say that I've never met anybody to master the art of going to work and not working At all. And it's not a secret. Like, it's not a pretend to work when somebody's around. It's a, I know people are around, and I'm not going to work. And I don't care that everybody is pissed off at me about not working, but I'm still not going to work. This is some of the most amazing stuff that I've ever seen. I don't even know how she got the job, for one. I don't know how she kept the job. Like It, it's, it is 100% baffling. I know that she has some blackmail pictures on somebody. She has to, because she even, listen, she killed the guy. Not really, but she worked on the death. She was like, oh, I got some help. Okay, here. You pick up the box. You get down in the belly of the truck and you put the box. Get back up and hold this box that I need to scan and keep doing that. Dude lasted three days working with her. He died a little bit. She didn't kill him for real, for real, but he died a little bit. Every day he worked with her. But she made it a point to be at work. What's up, Jay? And not work. Like it, I'm telling you, how, this is so. It was so amazing, and I had to be mean to her one day because she kept coming down there playing, and I'm working. She playing. She is make, trying to make everybody else around us play, but I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. Hey, get away from me, please, with all that playing. Please. I know you're not here to work. She's asked me, if do you need some help? And I was like, no, 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 no. That is the wrong question. Anywhere that you go, you need to ask if they need some company. You're not coming to help. You're coming to provide some company. Which. <sighs> yeah, No. Not in this situation. Not in that work environment did anybody really need some company. Unless you're working. You need help. All help. Only help. That's it. But I'd never seen anything like that. Then I got to thinking one day, I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could get away with that. Because, I mean, we've all seen that person at the job that does the least amount of work, just not to get fired. Just show up, if you get docked, you know, you'll pay for six minutes after they show up, every day at four minutes after. Like, yeah, I just made it. I'm cut my lunch a little short because I don't do nothing but go to sleep in my car anyway. Like, those type of people that does we know though we know those people. We've seen those people. And if you're not that person, then it's like you look at them like, how? Why are you like this? And how do you how do you why are we getting paid the same amount if that's the case? I felt like I was doing it wrong. I felt like my whole my whole thought process to working was like, yo, come in here and do my Come in here and do my best, you know. Somebody, somebody will notice it. But when you get to be like, you see your, you see what you do when you're not working, and it's still more by a lot than somebody that you know ain't working. You're like, damn. If I do any less than what I'm doing, I would deserve to get let go like I'm I'm doing the minimum and I'm still like why am I still doing so much more than this person and I was like it's so amazing that you still got a job this is something I could say out loud and and just be like I mean I, I I'm telling y'all because I've told her before I was just like listen I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell this story on the podcast like listen I'm gonna ask the question: Do they know anybody that go to work and don't go? Don't work like they did not come here. You, I know you did not come here to work. You Get zero interest in working, which is cool. But damn, when it's that obvious, when it's that obvious, you be like come on, man. That is that is some purposeful purposeful laziness that you got going on. But, yo, speaking of some dope stuff, I got a chance to be a captain again. Yeah, you know, y'all saw me back in back in October. I was out there I was out there riding the boat. Was it October? Riding the boat on uh on Lake Tahoe. Cause that's how I get down. i will be out there on I'd be out there on them waters. Driving boats in these streets. But I ain't just no ordinary captain. I'm the coolest captain that anybody's ever seen. Until I got, I had, a, I had a boat in Tahoe. It's just, it just me and I. It's just me and me and the wife. But this time I had, we took out a pontoon. First time I had a little baby speedboat. This time I had a pontoon, so I had a, a little baby lack a little small Cadillac Coupe de Ville. You know what I'm talking about? So we out there, we riding out on Lake Alatoona. I'm gonna post some stuff about that Uh, one of these days. Everything I do is late post. But we out on Lake Alatoona and you know, when you first, when you first pull out of a, a little dock situation and if it's a busy, if it's a busy waterway, the water is gonna be a whole lot more choppy when you go slower. And I had the I had the mature boat. And so I had three people. I had three, four, let me see. Shoot. All but like I had nine people eight people on my boat. And five of them was old enough to be my parents. So I couldn't be out there being all reckless and there was a few of them that was a little nervous about being out on the water. I'm talking about holding on, jaws type. Shout out to at least. Um, but we was rolling. I'm talking about we was rolling. They said water got a little choppy. I told her I was going to hit that thing. So go ahead and hold on. Now before y'all get a little out of control, I did not lose nobody over the side. Did not lose anybody over the side. The worst thing that have happened was we got passed by a bigger boat and it shot a wave through and our boat went up and big splash over my aunt, my pops. Everybody in the front of the boat got a big splash. My bad. I ain't know how to avoid that. When I saw it, it was like, it was too late. It was too late. I wasn't even popping the selfie at that point. I wasn't recording the video or nothing. But you can't be on the boat. Well, can't you be on the boat and not necessarily expect to get wet? Maybe. I ain't mean for that to happen though, but outside of that, I was out there. I was out there on the boat streets. I, that's my new thing now. I am here. I am here for the boat action. I ain't got to get in the water. I just drive. Let me drive. I got it. Put me behind the wheel. You already know what it is. Now, I will say, I was looking at some of the other boats and some of the ones that could go a whole lot faster than what I was going. And they was, pew, pew, jump, you know, coming out the water in the air. And I was just like, ooh. I don't know if I'd be. I'd probably be nervous a little bit. I'd probably be nervous a little bit, cause I don't. I don't think I would want to go in the air like that. I'm like, hold on now, hold on. We just gotta go straight. I don't. I don't know all the tricks to driving those speed boats, but you throw me on a little pontoon. I. I've never been on a jet ski, but you throw me on a pontoon with some guy steering real steering wheel on it. Oh, you best believe. I'm on it. You know what? Next cruise I'm on, I'm gonna be like pff, 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 pff. Hey Cap. Go ahead and take a break. Your boy is here. I done drove two boats. What's up? I'm ready. To, I'm ready to check in. Reporting for duty. Y'all need to go get one of them little outfits? Alright, hold on. Let me go to the room right quick. I bought one. You ain't even know it. I got about nine 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 total hours of driving time behind the wheel. So just just tell me where we trying to go. What button I gotta push on this one. Shoot, we got all this we got all this water out here. I don't know how anybody can make a mistake out here. It's so much water out here. We good. Let's go. This, this way. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Yeah, that way. That's where I'm at. But it was almost an incident, almost an incident. But this was off the boat. This was off the boat. Now, my aunt, she's had some, she's had some health situations, and you know, walking down to the dock. It's a, it's a pretty decent hill, but you don't, you don't think about it when you're going because you're going down here. You're going down this hill, but on the way up, it's like, well, damn, this is a this is a hill here. This is a... Almost to the top of Stone Mountain here. And so my aunt was going to need some help walking up the steps, and so I was kind of giving her a little push, you know, a little push up the, up the little ramp. And this little light-skinned girl that gotten off another boat stopped and was like, is she okay? I was like, I got it. We good. We straight. I don't I was trying not to make a big deal, but we had a line of people behind us. And I'm helping my aunt. And I would think that usually when somebody would say, hey, you know, I'm good, I'm straight we're good, that that person that asked, that person that was showing that concern would leave. And she didn't. She's like, are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And I'm helping. I was like, this is my aunt. I'm helping her up. And she wouldn't leave. Now, my wife had already walked up the hill. But now she got to see what's taking me so long. And and she looked back down the hill. And she see me, my aunt, in this light-skinned booty. She got got to see what the hell's going on. I'm getting to the top like, ah, damn. I don't know why she ain't just leave. I'm not doing nothing but just helping my aunt. And so as I'm helping her up, my wife's looking at her like, oh, I gotta go pee on Jason right quick. Cause obviously, I don't know why she is helping them. Like like she can help me with my aunt going up the steps or going up this hill. I don't know what I was supposed to do. Uh, outside of just be mean. Hey, get get your get your ass away from here. We good, we good, we good. Hey, we appreciate the concern. Go ahead and keep the thing moving. But she kept going and coming back, going and coming back, and I'm not one. I'm not one to be like, you ain't gonna get me in trouble, but no, you ain't gonna get me in trouble. I know how to I know how to deal with this stuff. I know how to remain, you know, remain innocent. that's, that's where you gotta live you gotta remain this and so of course Naya comes right and kinda walks makes it known that hey I'm I'm with this guy not that it was 100% necessary I don't, I probably wouldn't have hollered at that, at that chick if I wasn't married Standard is different now. And so, speaking from a married man, yeah, probably not not at all. But it's funny, though. It was funny. I was just like, oh, shoot. This reminds me of Indianapolis when you hip-checked this girl that was trying to holler at me, and I wasn't even going... I wasn't even entertaining that at all. She... She denies the fact that she hip-checked a woman. But she was the only one that made contact with her while we were coming down and she was trying to go up. That's on her. She did it. She did it. She's guilty as hell. She is guilty as hell. Guilty. And so, I know it's been a whole lot. It's been a whole lot going on um, between between uh, my driveway. My driveway has been getting a whole lot of whole lot of action over these last few weeks. Between you know, Amazon driving all through my grass, trying to get out of my driveway a couple weeks ago, and hitting my car and whatnot and then finally and finally driving off. You know, they drove through a flower bed and everything. But then you turn around and you have um we had a dog walker come by and let the dogs out and her little car got stuck. And I have no idea what it is about our driveway that makes people forget how to drive or A hey, I'm Just basic principles of backing up or, you know, getting yourself turned around and shoot. And we had that, oh girl, oh girl, this was only supposed to be like a 30-minute stop. It was only supposed to be a 30-minute stop. And it turned into a seven-hour ordeal. Like she was, she was stuck, stuck. It wasn't no pushing her back up the hill. Like she was stuck in a different kind of way. And like they had to, they had to bring the the tow truck out, and the tow truck tried to do the little pull thing, but no, that didn't. Mm-mm. Like he he had to go, he had to go do, he had to work some magic. It still took the tow truck. About 40 minutes to get it out. I have no idea what it is about my driveway, but I sit there and I drive, I know I drive in and out of it all day. Every day, multiple times. But I watch some of these people and I'm like, what was you thinking? Like, what? what were you thinking? Like, why? Why? Like, for one, I don't know how you get 15 feet into into somebody's yard. Like, that. that doesn't make sense. But then for, like, the shortest part of the driveway to, like, drive off the edge to the part where you get stuck. Dude. The struggle must be real. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this driveway. But it be. It murders. I know, I know it got a whole bunch of stories. Before we moved in. But that's so crazy. It's so crazy. And I, like, I just sit here. And I look at the camera. And I'm like. They either going to trash my grass out. Or they going to drive off the edge and freak out and drive. They always end up in the grass. I'm definitely gonna turn into a a real, one of those real old dudes. Those real, my wife said I'm gonna be grumpy. She probably a little right. Maybe. Probably so. But I don't try to be grumpy. It's just certain things bother me. I had a thought. I had a thought process of, you know what? I really, I used to like a lot of people. I used to like like ninety, like ninety nine percent of the people that I came in contact with. I like, I liked them. Like it was a genuine, like you know what? You a cool person. You decent. You straight. You know, there's nothing not to like and now the older that I get I look at certain people and I'm like you know what I don't like you and I I don't like you, like you. and I didn't don't mind saying it and it's weird like even with and I, I don't know why I don't know why or when I got like that but it was just like you know what nope don't like that person no definitely don't like that person kind of weird pretty pretty damn weird it happens a lot and i sit i sit here and i'm like you know what I don't know, I don't know why I like so many people coming up and it might've been just because, um, I don't know, there was a level of not being naive about, you know, intentions or always look for the good in people and situations. And, you know, that can go a long way. Like always looking for the good, always looking for the good, always looking for the good. That, that can go a long way. Like certain people that's overly uh, positive, like that. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. That's a dope energy. It's a dope energy to have. And what's up, Navea? I hope that I hope that nothing happens to make to make that change. At the same time, you know, when you don't live through stuff, and you done seen stuff, and you don't been. You have been hurt by people. And it's like, you know what? How did I not see that? How did I not see? Or when or when something happened and your your relationship with someone changes? And it's like, okay, I know that I've been the same person for the most part. day in day out, week in week out, month in month out like whenever or wherever somebody see me, they going to get they going to get this all day. There's no there's no on-air persona or nothing like that. Like this is this is me at work, around family, bowling all day. What's up, Jay? But you know when you have somebody, that, when you have somebody that you feel like, all right. Well, surely, surely we have this type of relationship, and it's really not. And then it's like, well, damn! If you like this, probably don't like you that much. I shouldn't. I shouldn't continue to. But up to this point, we never really had any any conflict to reveal, you know, a, a particular side that that I that I might need to see. And i like I feel like, damn, did I did I miss something? Even when it's a a not so good friendship, or even if it's a, a great friendship and something goes something goes left. It's like, damn, did I did I miss something? And you hate to feel like you know, you hate to feel like you missed a, a a flag that somebody might have been showing to you, but then you also hate that you like, damn, if they didn't show that they was this type of person from the beginning. I need to, I need to fine tune how I get to how I how I had people close to me because um, you just ne- you just never know, you just never know, and I I, I felt that. I felt that this past, this past week, where, you know, I was kind of reminded, like, yo, you need to, you know, you, it's good that you keep certain people at a distance, and but you also need to, you know, check, check your people, check your circle in those that you had close, because you, you just, you just never really know, and so, just had to get that off my chest right quick, right quick, um, but yeah. Hey, listen. If y'all out here... If y'all... Who all have listened to... Both... Uh, the Drake and the Kanye album. I haven't... I haven't quite got to... I haven't... I haven't listened to either one of them yet. But... I just wanna... I wanna go back. I wanna go back. And there was a... It was probably about four or five years ago. I was... was trying to think like... We, we were having a rap... We were having a rap conversation, you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to compare eras. It's hard to compare, you know, certain rappers. Everybody got a top five, top three and, and it might be all the same. It might be something different, but you know, when, when you ask like, all right, so who's going today? Who's dropped the album in like the last, you know three years, who's like, who's an, who's the number one, who's the top dog? And it's like, damn. There's still people that's going to say, well, you know, Jay-Z, there's still people that's going to say, um, you know, Tupac's always going to be the top or Biggie's always going to be the top or, you know, if there's East Coast Cats or if it's West Coast Cats. And then I got to thinking, I was like, damn. Drake sell a whole lot of albums. And nobody... Like, the kids today... The kids will be like... They're quick to say Drake. They're quick to say Drake. But then, like, the adults... Most of... And I say... I say adults. I say adults. But if you're, like, over... If you over, like, 30-something... We'll say we'll say if you are over 30, like my brother age, so 35, 36. If you are over that age, and you like it's not it's ain't nothing wrong with liking Drake music. I like Drake music. But it's still weird to be like, you know what, my favorite all-time rapper, Drake. For me. And Like I said, I I listen to a lot of his stuff. I listen to a lot of his stuff. When the Drake and Kanye stuff was going down and I was just like, well, Kanye's always going to lose in album sales to Drake. In sales, absolutely. (laughs) Like, this dude, as far as accolades, It's hard, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. And so when, when you know, you have people that who will make that argument for LeBron but won't make that same argument for Drake. I was like, yo, that's, it's who, it's, it's still, it's still something to, to kind of wrap your mind around. Like, dang, Drake, Drake is, is that guy. Right now, and it's been that guy for for a minute, and you know, folks just really ain't wrapped their mind around it. Like, you know, we'll hold on to the J. Cole's and uh, the everybody else until you know. It's like, hey, man, you know, but when it when it come down, when it come down to it, and I don't even know, I don't even know, like Drake's. Albums like that. Listen no know. they got a whole bunch of songs from different albums that people play. A whole bunch of songs from different albums that people play. Unlike Kanye, they kind of break Kanye down to the first three, then, I don't know. The Life of Pablo. And, you know, this one has been getting so-so reviews back to back. They, but you just never, you just never really know. You never really know. I'm gonna listen to it at some point. I'm gonna listen to both of them at some point. But like those, like you, can, you can say like, yeah, yay. You can go to some yay albums and he's like, yo, alright, I, I rock with that. That definitely that. I, I just play that whole thing. And then this, and they said Drake just have, like, super singles. It's not just the right he got super singles. And, I don't know, I, I haven't looked, but, they were talking about how, off this last album, if he got 19 tracks on, if he got 20 something tracks on there, 19 that was in the top 50. Which is ridiculous. That's, it's ridiculous. Jeez, jeez. I'ma listen to it. I might be walking around here, talking about how sexy I am. You know, I done lost some. I done lost a little weight. I shave and then put that on. I be. Cause it it, it a little bit. Shoot, what? Y'all must y'all must be playing. I do some push-ups. Turn that song on. Yeah, look, it's the shoot. Monet talking about that's her song. Yeah, see. You'll never be on time getting ready to go places cause you got that song bumping. On repeat on top of that. Shame. But I feel like so it's, but it's weird. It's weird because Yeah, if you if somebody say, hey. Drake the best rapper of all time. Drake the number one guy right now. Most people would be like, Drake? Drake? Most people would be on that. And I don't know why. I don't know why people didn't like Drake. They just didn't, they did not necessarily wrap their arms around him in the beginning. He was making pretty good music then. Ain't nothing really changed. He's still making pretty good music. (laughs) He nice but the best. If they only go by album, if they only go by album sales, then it's hard to argue no as far as like talent and you know you could always break down lyrics and beats and all that other stuff and and you know having somebody try to go bar for bar and, and what not like yeah you're always gonna be able to pick hold of the rapper on that but if they only talk about sales it's gonna be hard to argue it's gonna be hard to argue and he got the whole machine behind him Is what it is on that one. Is what it is. But look, good people, I do appreciate you all for tuning in. I am. I am. I will be back next week. Just go ahead and make sure you miss none in these comments. Yeah, I'll be back next week. Ready to rock and roll, um, guys. If you're not following the uh, the Seventeen Print Shop. Yeah, I got some new. I've been coming. I've been hitting with this new heat. I'm great. I got to post over there more often, but it, you know, it's always on here as well. Uh, I got some new heat coming. I got some bowling stuff. I got some life stuff. Um, got some nice, nicer, you know, marriage shirts for those people who uh, who felt like the uh, married AF shirt was a little rough. Also, got this human cheat code joint. Uh, Rocking! Uh, I get I get compliments on it anytime I wear. So they always they always feel that they feel that. Also, if you're looking to buy, a sell, or invest, go ahead and follow JH Brown, the Realtor, uh, on Instagram as well. And like I said, if you following if you following the 710 The Slave Real Show on Instagram too, you already you already know you already know. But look good people until me until next time. Y'all be safe out here in these streets. What up, pops? Y'all be safe out in these streets. And uh we'll catch you next week. We out.